0: Sidelines with Jack, Tom and Kato
1: uh, Welcome to the Sideline Podcast uh, With me today, back from his holiday, Tom yeah, It's good to How's be
0: back Very good
1: And Rob, replacing K-Dog still because K-Dog's got better things to do.
2: Yeah, well, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's very good to have you on, though, because we're about to talk about a very touchy subject for you. Oh, yeah.
2: Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's still fresh
1: wings. Yeah, haven't had a podcast since the grand final. We all made our predictions. We
2: were all wrong for everything. Yeah, we were. No one got anything right
1: at all. Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think? About the game? Oh. Well... First of all, Rob is a Collingwood supporter, so just keep that in mind.
2: Yeah. Uh, even in my notes, I've ridden a sad face next to uh, the <laughs> AFL Grand Final. So, um, yeah. Oh, look, I'm proud of the boys. When the siren went and when she kicked that goal, which let me just get that out of the way, that was an unreal kick. Um, you know, it wasn't. I wasn't devastated. I wasn't shattered. I was. It was more just a hollow feeling. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was really proud of the boys. To be honest with you, I didn't expect to get this far at the start of the season. I didn't even think we'd be in the um, top eight after we started 0-2, you know, losing to Hawthorne and JWS. So, yeah, no, um, disappointing, but all in all, proud of the boys, and hopefully we can maybe go th- go back to the top one day very soon.
1: Yeah, well, you won three quarters, and you won the first quarter very yeah, convincingly. Oh
2: yeah, no, the first quarter was unreal. Yeah. Um, just to be a part of the atmosphere for that first quarter and the five goals that I was kicked was amazing. Did you think it was over? No, no, no <laughs> way. No, that la- the week before that against Richmond, when we were at least, had to be close to n- eight, nine goals up, I yeah. was I was so nervous. Um, yeah, I just, I still felt that, you know, they're going to come again. And then yeah. the same goes for the grand final. It was just this wall, and I th- sort of felt that this wall was going to collapse, you know. Yeah. Um... And they just kept coming and coming, and at the end of the day, the better team won Yeah, you know, we we worked our backsides off that game, but um you know the better team, the more classier team won in the end I think uh one of the things that actually unraveled you was
1: for the first for the whole first half, Elliot yo barely touched the ball yeah because and then Jack down Greenwood was on him, yeah and then after half time because of how well shuey was doing bucks decides to move greenwood onto shuey yeah and then no, that
2: was a big decision
1: and then greenwood can't shut down shuey because he's not good enough no and no. then yo gets into the game as well
2: yeah and, then that's and
1: so now it's shuey and yo running the show rather um, than just
2: shuey also jack darling sort of coming into the game on the second half that was also yeah a i big think factor. i think
1: well jack darling was huge but i think also a lot of the big men started coming into the game yeah i think mason cox even started coming yeah, into he did, the second half,
2: half both both um, Darling and Cox were ranked bottom for the forward line players just statistically. And then second half, they were one and two for the forward line players uh, stats-wise. Um, Mark Hutchings also did an unreal job on um, still side bottom to keep him to, what, only 15, hey, he 16 disposals. He was terrible. Um,
1: um, he even went into the forward line and then Schofield yeah, was still shat on him. Yeah. No, so yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't a good game for Steele. No, it
2: wasn't. It wasn't. I put my
1: money on him as well for the Norm Smith, <laughs> so that wasn't
2: good. Oh well. You, you uh,
1: DeGoy was really good. Yeah. I think yeah, I think he if you guys won DeGoy probably would have won the Norm Smith. Yeah or so um, Taylor Adams Taylor Adams
2: him. was only four votes off, um, Shui in the uh Norm Smith. It was eleven yeah. votes to seven. So um yeah, I think it was either Adams I don't think or it DeGoyle. would have changed if, yeah, if you d- guys won the game. The votes would have been different, I think. Goals and
1: I think Langdon would have been up there as well. Yeah, He played really well. And yeah, no, I he did.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm well, happy to keep him as speaking well. Speaking
1: of Langdon, moving on to some
2: trades, mm.
1: uh, how are you going to feel if you lose Langdon after that?
2: Oh, no, he's staying. He is? Yeah, he's staying. No, yeah. Since when um, today? A couple of days ago, they... can. The AFL website on Twitter. I was going through my feed and they had just confirmed that uh, Tom Langdon desires to stay at Collingwood. So yeah, um, I don't know that. Obviously, the Sydney Medical was a bit of a scare, um, but I think maybe that could have been something for Collingwood to realise that they need to lift their game, probably with the negotiation, because I'm only offering two years. So yeah, I don't know if they're offering him more or not, but you'd have to think so if probably they took action after they found out that he had the medical at Sydney. Yeah, well apparently I heard that he got a
1: contract earlier on in the year and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It and was he, shit. So and he
2: sort of just told them, you know, take this back and reevaluate <laughs> the situation. This isn't yeah. it for me. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we got uh, Lloyd today.
2: Yeah, uh, solid. He's he was a fringe player at Richmond, so I think He'll be probably a starter at the Dogs. I feel. He's what are you playa- he's,
1: he's the sort of player we need. Yeah. Because well.
2: after losing Stringer, Clay Smith,
1: and Pickin this year, you could really say yeah. that our forward line was just. Just it was more. It was just more naked, wasn't it? Yeah. We well, I mean. the only the only the only players that we had left in our forward line hmm. were yeah. fill-in players, or our bigs. Yeah. And they can't do everything, and because as we all know, our bigs are bloody.
2: Twenty years old, yeah. Shacky <laughs> and Boyd. Young, so, young, yeah, it's going to take them a while to come good. in. It's also Lloyd. He, Lloyd, he had um before 2017. He was basically in Richmond's team week in week out. And then once they got into 2017, the premiership year, and this year, I think he's only played a combined 13 or 14 games in the last two years. So, yeah, yeah no, he'll he was a fringe player at Richmond. So I think he'll definitely be, you know, in that team come round one. Yeah. Uh,
1: another player from the Dogs, looking like he's going to go to Collingwood. I think, uh, so Jordan Ruffhead, I think yeah. maybe
2: you're getting him for probably him
1: the defence rather than yeah, as a know, ruckman.
2: I think he can be used as a solid utility type player. Um, you yeah. know, he's got ath- good athleticism about him as well for a big fella. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was great for you guys in the premiership year. So, um, you know, we're hoping you know he can do the same for us maybe in defence.
1: Yeah. So now we're going to talk about Carlton. Yep. Tommy, you've been a bit quiet now. Tommy, get stuck
0: in. Uh, yeah, what you, what would you like to <laughs> talk about Carlton, mate? Uh, what do you think of the trade so far? I would have liked to have Shield, but I'm very happy with uh, McGovern and Fusolo. Yeah, well I, I, I really think is actually going to be
1: really good for you.
0: I was going to take whatever we got during the trade, so I'm happy with
1: that. Yeah. Uh, Shield, unlucky, but... At the end of the day, Sheila's going to go where he thinks he's going yeah, to get some success. Who wants to Carlton, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends, it depends what he was looking at. If he was looking at for money, you might have been able to offer more than Essendon because they yeah. probably have less salary cap than you. Definitely. Uh, but obviously, as, w- as we can tell, he's going there because he thinks they're in a premiership window, which they probably are now. They look like they're going to be a
2: pretty good side. Yeah. Well, Mitch Mitch McGovern is a great signing for Carlton, Tommy. I mean,
0: he's better than Levi Cosbell, isn't it? You know what? I. I actually rate Levi Casbolton. <laughs> 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 I do. I oh man, genuinely do. Nah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It well, I don't, even
1: think, I don't even think, Levi, c- like, I was thinking today that you're building a really good spine for the future. Yeah, yeah. So, from fullback to full forward. Uh, so, who who's your fullback currently? Doherty. Right? Or is uh, he sent halfback? Well,
0: we're playing Sam Rowe, I think, fullback most of the season, right? Yeah, but yeah. Doherty was injured, so. Yeah. Yeah, Doherty 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 full Doherty back? Doherty's fullback?
1: full fullback. No, back, Doherty will probably play off back.
0: the flank yeah he'll yeah. play off the flank you know,
1: Well, anyway so we'll we'll say we'll say uh full yeah. back center half back Cripps, Cripps Center
2: Liam Jones as well in the back line yeah, He's but if
1: we're talking about trying to make a good spine, liam Liam Jones doesn't fit into a good spine yeah.
2: well, i, also think that if Dylan Schill had gone to Carlton, that would take so much pressure off you know Cripper's uh, shoulders, oh um, yeah, you know Definitely. you could even see maybe Cripps being shifted into the forward line sort of you know from time to time for no a break. Way. He's a d- big, he's a big unit. And he can boss him. I he, he does he that anyway when he needs a rest.
0: Yeah, but none of the bond. Defi- uh, and that
2: same Mon's goes. still sh- goes forward because he's tired. And that same goes yeah, for yeah, Duguay. Well,
0: so. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: but Ah well,
2: uh, still went forward this season. Yeah, when yeah, he was tired. From time to time. Mm. Yeah, but I think that's a lot of uh, maybe. He's no, not going to start in the forward. Yeah, I
1: know he's not. He's never going to be a forward over a midfielder. No,
2: no, no way. Just for a breather. Yeah, exactly. Just.
1: What Rod means is, Cripps yeah. goes into the forward line so
0: for a rest, yeah. and yeah. Dylan Shields just in the midfield by yeah. himself. I just yeah. don't think he's a good kick. Uh, kick. Nah.
2: Oh, that same line. goes with a lot of those midfielders, big-body midfielders that go into the forward line. Yeah. Uh,
1: next one, Dan Hanovery to the Saints.
2: Good signing, obviously. That's
0: a big one, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. no,
2: obviously. He hasn't had the greatest season Should've or two called. at Sydney, but... Um, Either, to way, either way, either way, to the Saints, the team that struggled this season, um, always a great addition, and I think they'll sort of strengthen the uh, forward line much more.
1: Yeah, well, oh, I I knew sorry, this sorry midfield. Yeah, yeah, I knew this. Uh, I knew this trade quite early actually, because Dan Hanabry's mum shops at my butcher. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Insights.
1: Yeah, and so she told us that he's looking to come to St Kilda before the season even ended.
2: Wow. Well, there you well, go. Not necessarily
1: St Kilda, but he was looking
2: to come home. Well, why don't you? I uh, told Damien Barrett that. Before? Damien Barrett's a fuckwit. <laughs> we can ask. We can ask uh, Gav
1: about that. <laughs> we uh,
2: will. We will. <laughs> so,
1: now we're going to Tim Kelly.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think um, because Tim Kelly, he's a local boy from Perth, so it's that young, you know, that young player mentality away from home. They want to be. They want to come yeah. home. Also, well, the, the problem.
1: The problem I have with this. Mm. Is Geelong, well, if if this is if I was from Geelong, I don't really care too much. Your mum goes for Geelong, does she? Mum goes for Geelong. Yeah, but um, so if I was Geelong, they've given this twenty-four-year-old a chance that no one else has given a chance, and he was playing in the yeah, Western Australian yeah, he Football was playing League in
2: the waffle for a little while as well for ages,
1: yeah. and West Coast or neither Fremantle ga- gave him a chance at no all. No, no, Geelong pick him up, He's and got bad
2: blood against free
1: So I can so kind of see awkward. how the Geelong fans are a bit. So yeah. he doesn't want to stay with Geelong, and yeah. so trying try and re-sign with
2: Geelong. But it's, it's also the fact that he's got kids and he's got a wife, yeah, a girlfriend, and he, they How probably he? 24, 23. He's got all that. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
1: No, Raheem Stealing had four kids when he was 19, but... That same went for Anthony Martial. <laughs> he, did, he, he didn't. He didn't. That was a rumour, uh, didn't you, don't you remember that?
2: I do not remember that. No. Martial had a kid or two when he was 19, so... Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that's true. So. He had another one recently.
2: Yeah, but we'll we'll see how the Tim Kelly situation unfolds over the next two days. Yeah, Um,
1: Tom Lynch going to Richmond, that's not really a surprise. We kind of knew that that was going to happen.
2: Yeah. Oh well. um, We were obviously in the race for him, but I think Richmond were probably always favourites. Yeah, they were the probably the more appropriate suitors for him. Um, Yeah, Richmond are going to be unreal next year. I reckon. I think they'll be up the top again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No. They c- oh. they're, if they're not, then
1: they've, they've oh. got some problems. Because
2: they'll still be, they'll still be around. If they're not top, they'll be in that top four.
1: If, if they have finished on top this year and then they've added Tom Lynch, lost nobody, they're having a laugh. Richmond, they're having a laugh. Yeah. Chad Wingard, I was a bit pissed off with this one, but then I sort of changed my mind. How so? Well, he was, he was looking like he was going to come to the dogs. That's right, yeah. cause what, it, what
0: were you offering him, or for him? Pick six, oh, okay. which is pretty good. <laughs> I mean um,
1: so we were offering pick six, and then Hawthorne have offered what fourteen and, and Burn
2: potentially Ryan Burn, but they shot down those.
1: But then, so then like when that came out, today. when he nominated Hawthorne, I was a, I was annoyed because right. I was I was thinking you know he if he came to the dogs, he's the exact sort of player we need like a flashy forward, yeah. um, forward slash mid, and then. Then when I saw what Hawthorne are offering, I was sort of like, okay, well, yeah, well I'm, I'm not, I'm happy the Dogs didn't have to offer something like that because <laughs> Hawthorne have given up their highest draft pick for the last six years, yep. and their highest player from a draft pick before that, which is Ryan Burton.
2: Yeah, and he's he's too important to give away. And they just team. do it
1: again, like every year they just keep topping up with these mm. players, and eventually it's just going to collapse, I think. Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's going to be like Geelong where they have these. Gun players up the top, and then
2: everything underneath and is and just as, shit. And as seen probably since twenty fourteen, it's just been that way. Geelong, you know, they've had an awesome, awesome run in the home and away season, and then but they refuse to rebuild. Come finals, they fall off, and that's where probably teams are ahead of them just because of the fact that you know they've only got that you know quality experience up in the midfield. Maybe some, you know, you got some generals down back, but yeah, that's not necessarily
1: it. in the midfield, but just. A, s- round. a few select players, and then everything underneath that is just not good enough, compared to yeah. the rest of the, of the league. 100%. That's why I actually think, uh, well, teams like Carlton, the Dogs, Essendon are going to come up, because I think Geelong, and maybe not next year, Hawthorne, probably not next year, Hawthorne, but in oh. a couple of years' time, Hawthorne are come, going to come down and out of the eight.
2: You reckon? I think so. Sort of like a repeat of last year.
1: Yeah. Mm, yeah, I agree with you. Because, you know, you can't just keep stacking on top of each other, it's not gonna work. Like as much as they've you've got great depth. That's how I they won it, yeah. three premierships with free agents. And they just kept stacking and stacking, and stacking. I mean so it sort
2: of just accumulated to being just a
1: massive stress load yep. of stress. And that's what happened with Geelong, so I think you know, if Hawthorne pull it off then, you know their them. management of great. Yeah. But
2: yeah. Uh no. Nah. Don't don't think
1: one. it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh last trade we're gonna talk about, beams. Only just really, well, you made the first offer today.
2: Yeah, pick 18, and, and then a future, future second, second rounder. They turned that down, and I think what they, they want is I think as that's well. fair enough that they turned it yeah, down. Yeah, no, they they're going to play. He's a it, good yeah. player, so we're probably going to have to give the player a lot. And he's Tom important Tom to them, so it's Tom got Phillips, more. yeah, Tom Phillips is a player we may have to give up um, for Beams. The problem is that I really rate Tom Phillips. He's still young. Yeah, I'd rather keep Tom Phillips over Dane Beams because Dane Beams probably only has a bit. Four yeah, but if four you look at it this way,
1: years. if you add Dane Beams to your midfield, you have the best midfield in the league. Oh yeah, short term, yeah, hundred percent. And so if you think you're in a premiership window, then I would go for it. Yeah. And that's I would very say true. that you are in a premiership window.
2: So we'll, yeah, we'll see. I yeah. think
1: you maybe should offer more and go for it.
2: Yeah, I think that's probably Because you got to right see there's, a, there's a point
1: in time where you have to stop thinking. About the future and thinking about okay, we can win a premiership now. So like the dogs so go for in it. 2016, I think. You well, just I think the dogs won one before their time, really, because yeah. we didn't we didn't do any of that because no, we cause we, we had a quite a young team. The only players that were experienced were players that have been there since the start: Bob yeah. Murphy, Matthew Boyd, Dal Morris. Yeah, and you still had a 20-year-old Bont at that time. Exactly. So yeah, Bont was 20. Lockie Hunter was still young. McRae was young. Caleb yeah. Daniel was in his second season or something.
2: Yeah. So. It was a very
1: young team for,
2: you know, what we did. Mm, um, yeah, no, we we'll see how that pans out. Um, actually, also, whilst we're on sort of an AFL side of things, we're we talking about Bontempelli, this morning on the AFL Facebook page, I saw um a post. It was a photo, a collage of Patrick Cripps, Marcus Bontempelli, Dustin Martin, and then it also had an option question mark. And it, w- it said who will be the best player by 2022. And I would like to go around the table and sort of see well who you guys Why reckon. Why is Dusty Martin there? How
1: old is Dusty Martin now? Oh, he's about 26, 27. 27. Yeah, surely it wasn't Dusty Martin, was
2: it? No, it was Dusty. Yeah, it? it was Because
1: Crips and if they're talking about the future, yeah, Crips no. no. and Bont are only 22 20, by 2022.
2: I'll get it. Da- dusty
1: Martin will be 30, away. 30 something.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't have been Dusty. <laughs> Dusty will
1: be 30. So well, if he's not 30, he'll be 28, 29. Mm. Uh,
2: that's no, just yeah. um, we'll just get it up now. Um, but, yeah, who do you guys reckon will be the best player by 2022? Well, this is
1: this is different, obviously, because we've got a Carlton supporter and a Western Bulldogs supporter. <laughs> so, we're, I'm obviously going to say the Bont. Oh, well it, it is, too. It is Dusty.
0: Yeah, that's dusty. ridiculous,
1: because yeah. <laughs> he's going to be 29, t- like 30.
0: Well, you've said the Bont, but I'm definitely saying Crips, and yeah. no doubt in my mind. Yeah, it's well.
2: from both of us, but whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna go a bit of an outsider here. I'm gonna go with Elliot Yo. I think Elliot Yo will it. be the best player by 2022. Wow, big big call. I think he's he's an unreal player and he's but a big he's time player. He's not that young though. Either he's 24, so he'll be yeah. 27, 28. Just past his prime. Just the way he stands up in big games. I think he's in footy it's probably 26. The way, yeah, the way he stood up in that qualifying final against us when the, they had their backs against us. Oh, there's no Lord, doubt he's a and gun. Yeah. I just think that by 2022, uh, Cripps and Bont, Bont and Pally will be up there, but it's uh, a, a, a for me. I'm hoping,
1: <coughs> and I think that in you know by 2022 it's going to be Cripps versus Bont for the Browns every single year for I five think, years. I
0: think Bont will be runner-up every time. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll see got to win games to get Brownlow votes, though. So we'll see how that goes. That's not. <laughs> it is <shot>. true. It <laughs> yeah, is but true. By because he would have he would have won this year if by you guys.
0: 2022, we will have a developed side. and a Well, that's more what I do. I do agree with that, team. but
1: I don't think he'll be better than us.
0: Because our team's shaping up to be Ed very Richards. dangerous,
1: and I'm Ed very Richards. excited. Ed Richards. Just gonna
2: throw that name out there.
1: Ed Richards for Stringer, I'll do it again. I'll do it three times in a row if I have to.
2: Former (laughs) teammate of mine, he's (laughs) gonna be an absolute star.
1: Yeah. Absolute star. He's gonna be very good. All right, Moving on to something Tom can talk about a lot more. Yes. Uh the UFC probably
0: probably the the biggest UFC M. M. A fight in history.
1: Well you say M M A but a lot of people only think UFC is the only MMA. Mm. But it pretty much is it's the
0: big it's the it's big dog right it's now it's the big dogs um, and i think it broke 2 million pay-per-view buyers which is the most on a UFC card ever well
1: i've never i have never watched a i think that's a of to McGregor. the only thing that i've seen is mcgregor versus mayweather that was the closest thing that i've ever and it wasn't even mma it was, was just boxing. an mma yeah. fighter against a boxer yeah but i went to the pub on my birthday as well mhm Made, made my way down, hung
0: over. Because it's Conor McGregor, he's fighting, so you have to.
1: Well, yeah, I'm I'm a bit of a McGregor fan, but also because it was just huge. And I was down there with a mate who loved the UFC, so I was like, okay, I'm going down. And who did you have picked? Who did I have picked? Yeah. Well, I didn't know enough about it, but I thought I thought Khabib, from what I'd heard, because I heard yeah. he was just a monster. But then again, I also just thought that Conor has Connor this thing. Conor proves people wrong. Like yeah, he has this, you know. Rob, who would you have?
2: I had Khabib, <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. Khabib,
1: yeah. Um, I think most people had Khabib, but I think also most people wanted Connor
0: because he was the betting underdog. Just because he's of, favourite. Because he, be everyone loves Connor. and also uh,
1: also slightly because of racism. <laughs> like, there's genuinely a lot of people that Connor went against was Khabib being because racist. yeah, I know Connor was being racist. It's also the psychological. That's what I mean, war. but I'm saying like the people watching it. I think there was a lot of people that didn't want Khabib to win just because he was, you know. He's a Muslim. He's
2: a Muslim. Yeah. It's also this psychological war, um, warfare, I guess, with Connor and the way he sort of does those mind games. I that probably has a lot of people thinking that they should back probably Conor over. Oh, he's just more entertaining. Fighter.
0: Yeah. But that technique of trash talking, getting real personal, is actually that's the catch twenty two. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what got Connor punched in the back of the head like multiple times after the fight.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that that that's shouldn't. Set
0: that shouldn't be how it is attacks. though. But if you're if you're getting personal talking about people's families and religion. Mm, I mean yeah, okay, so if you're gonna go down so that so talking road about someone's family
1: talking about someone someone's family and religion is one thing. Okay. Yes. And then that's you know, sometimes it's part of the sport, it shouldn't be personal stuff shouldn't be part of the sport. Maybe, you know, like a little bit of trash talk is fine
0: in oh the it sport. Ch- it's it should, but if you're gonna do that then you have to you know, there's repercussions to that
1: yeah b- but see this is this is this is what i'm after the fight when that happened it 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 becomes not it's not a sport anymore no, if it's disgraceful. exactly if there's people jumping into the crowd fighting each other there's no ref it's not a controlled environment it's not a sport. That's what the, Uf- the that UFC part has isn't worked the for
0: decades to get rid of that part of it. Exactly,
1: sport. and everyone, everyone's had this, you know, stigma of the UFC that it's barbaric and like all these mm. things. And and this is uh, when I was watching it, I, I I had never gained so much respect for a sporting person watching Khabib. Like he's so talented, Very and then I lost it within two seconds after the well, fight did ended. You
0: actually analyze what happened. Khabib really didn't. Do anything that bad. He jumped over the cage. He but jumped onto team. it was, it was him setting, setting it off. But he also you do j- realize outside the cage, Dylan Dennis was provoking him. He was saying, "Yeah,
1: on, I know." But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. am s- not saying. Is this from Team Connor' perspective? I'm saying this yeah. from. That's not a sport. It's. Yeah, that's not part of the sport. It shouldn't be part of the sport. It was a
2: great victory yeah. tarnished.
1: Correct. Yeah. By yeah his own that's, that's what I, I mean. Like
0: seconds of
2: emotions. Like
1: respect-wise, Connor was the same for me. Like, he didn't do anything that made me respect him
0: more or less because I've always thought that way of him. When Khabib jumped out of the cage, Connor jumped on the cage as well and then he punched one of the Russians. Yeah. So he actually started... He triggered them to come Mm. in and attack him. Yeah. Well...
1: Three against one after a guy's had a fight. It definitely, yeah. yeah it's it's not. It's yeah. it's not right anyway. And
0: Connor didn't actually press charges. None of the team pressed charges. All no, yeah. Well, that's so that's so. That's,
1: th- that's what I find.
0: So that just shows that's what McGregor understood. Yeah. He had done. yeah. yeah.
1: That's, th- that's what I don't like about it though. Like he, like they've they've both done th- done this, and they're both just like yeah, yeah.
0: Whatever. You think that both sides are going whatever? It doesn't matter.
1: Well, Connor's not pressing charges. Khabib thinks he hasn't done anything wrong. So they both think that, you know, let's just move on. But it, yeah. it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. Because it's just ridiculous
0: uh, what they did. Like both of them are suspended. What for 10 days? Uh, well, 10 days until they go to the uh, hearing. Hearing, They have to go to another yeah, hearing, hearing, and then they're going to find out what the actual punishments are. I don't think Khan yeah. is going to get much. Khabib's is going to be very hefty. Um, his teammates as well, they have been kicked out of the UFC. One of them actually had a fight coming up that's been scrapped. So yeah. Well, I did guys say that. Have yeah. Been out. Yeah. And well.
1: Re- just, just like from what I've seen from Khabib, who, who talks as if as if he's this man of like his peaceful
2: man.
0: He's peaceful got, man you know, of faith. Like he really he's like he really. If you watch any of his other fights, I've seen it. Yeah, up, I've seen it. Such a that's why I think
2: like it's so out of character. But it's like when you're versing the
0: number one guy, you've mm. got all you, he's never been like booed before, but during this fight, during the build up he got booed, he yeah. got hate. And then to see all these like personal digs coming at him it's you can't be yeah, surprised I, that he cracked. But
1: I think even even if McGregor doesn't talk shit Khabib still gets booed just purely because McGregor is the, is the favourite and UFC that's, that's fighter the Arish, that's out of that's everyone. Though. That's yeah. the Irish fan. Well. Not, not even man. just the Irish people. Like There's there's so many people who don't know anything about UFC, went to the bar, watched yeah. the fight, and
2: went for Conor McGregor. Because uh, that's, that's yeah. the person that's they know. And that's yeah. 99 They don't know anyone else. That's 99% of the people in Australia all going for the Conor. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> it's 99% n- it's of everyone who watched it that day. Exactly, yeah. because there's Because you couldn't say that all those people in all the bars across everywhere in the world who watched that have seen you know a lot of UFC because I hadn't. Yeah. I know Christian who came with me hadn't. There was you know a couple of people who knew their shit, but there was yeah. people there that had no fucking idea and rocked up ten minutes before the Connor fight.
0: The, Nothing missed, else. If you actually looked in the background on the TV during the prelims and some of the main card, no one the there. crowd was empty. Yeah, genuinely. They all, they all just got, the yeah. There was some great fights in there as well. Well, yeah,
1: talking about that. So there was the, the, the first yeah the first fight that I saw when I walked up to the bar. Uh, my friend was down there from the first undercard. Like yeah. he fucking loves it, so is that he was Tristan? down there. No, Jackson. Okay, Jackson. Yeah, so he was um, he was watching the first the first match of the day straight away. Yeah. We were hungover as hell, and he was
0: there. I think the first two fights actually around the smell of alcohol as well, which is balls knockouts, which is pretty fucking impressive. Yeah,
1: so he was yeah, so he told me to get down, and then oh, he, oh he was like, you might not like this one because it's not as entertaining because they they don't have as much so the in chicks. them. No, it was the he- <laughs> it was the <laughs> it was the heavyweights.
0: Why would you not like the heavyweights?
1: No, because he was saying that um, a lot of people don't like the heavyweights because the lightweights do all this. Like I, d- I saw who was that? Um, the the one uh, it was the on just one. before Tony yeah.
0: Ferguson and Anthony Pettis. Yeah, okay, so yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. But he was Tony saying,
1: out the like yeah, they do, yeah, they do flying kicks and shit, like it was crazy. But Like, they're they're bigger hitters, but they don't go as long. Like, you can sort of see that they get tired and they start, like, just, you know. But it also opens up the fight as well, I think. Because well, they yeah, get tired even and they start. Even when they're tired, lazy.
0: they can still knock each other out.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I know. Well, we saw that. We saw that. With uh, I don't know his name, the Beast Derek versus Lewis
0: versus Volkov.
1: Versus Volkov. Uh,
0: Volkov was pretty dominant,
1: except in that last he twenty he seconds. Was he was killing shot. him. He was serious. I was, I was, I was, because I didn't know anything about it. I looked over at mm. Jackson. I'm like, he's fucking destroying him, right? He's like, yeah, yeah. he's he's all over him. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, it's done then. Ten seconds to go. Mm. He just slightly, just like fucking, lets his guard down, and then one hit, and he's gone. Yep. It, just was like it was crazy. It was it was a really good fight to watch.
0: Yeah,
1: but the one that um is sort of sort of links in with McGregor and Khabib about you know when it when it becomes a sport and when it's you know just fucking bullshit. What we saw mm. that
0: what was the who were the people before that? The Tony Ferguson, Anthony Ferguson, Pettis, and Pettis yeah. yeah.
1: So that Ferguson won, and it was because of he so broke his yeah, hand or some broke shit. Broke his
0: hand, and then his coach um called it off. ...called it off because he had a... Bro- uh, Duke Rufus called it off because he had a broken hand. And he's done that before, apparently, yeah. so...
1: Anyway, at the end of the match, that Ferguson's walking around holding, like, his arm up in the air, you know, fucking... Being sportsmanlike. Yeah. And you, we saw that in every other match, but I don't understand how, like... If see, see, if Khabib stood in the ring after he won and did what he does every other match... The amount of respect that he would have got from everyone, and he would have got the belt on him. He would have got the, the belt. He would have got everything. Connor would yeah, not have been able to that do is shit. What makes
0: McGregor so popular? He's so different. He you yeah. can really get under someone's skin. Well, that's what I was saying. I a couple Khabib of weeks one ago, one of the most timid fighters in the UFC he got under. This his wasn't skin. on the
1: podcast, but do you remember when we were talking? And and I was saying to you in the press conference, like uh, he got under his skin. You're like, I'm mm, not sure. And then I'm yeah. like, I definitely think that he he's got under his skin because Khabib. Usually is this cool, calm, collected guy, and he wasn't. And we saw that he definitely wasn't. Mm. He was fucking angry, <laughs> like beyond angry. Not not angry, fighting, but angry. I guess, yeah. Personally, wanting to attacking his father, his correct. manager, yeah, his brothers. It was just not right. Every, everything like everything leading up he to he it kinda wasn't go too right. Far. The <laughs> bus, yeah, w- yeah. Obviously. Because well he, he threw yeah. like a like he started attacking the bus. Like that, that was the first part, and we d- like, well, w- I don't think we were making podcasts when that came out. I think, he but that was the first part. We, I would
0: just be the same about that. The dolly at the bus was way worse than Khabib jumping out of the cage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: because pi- cause fighters, n- numerous fighters got harmed from, from that as well. Three Look, anything
1: got outs, anything outside of the ring where it's not a controlled environment yeah. with a referee, it's just not. It's not a sport. It's One street fighting, got and glass it's not. in his eyes. It should he be treated as trouble. street fighting. Should what, be
0: treated as assault outside the of the ring. Just the thug. Well, that's the problem. Go you've, got go you've got for to say. You've got to press charges. He got a an anger management course and some community service. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right with him. Yeah. Well. And then, well, Khabib actually. In re- well, after Khabib's suspension, his teammates did get kicked out of the UFC, and since he's so close to them, he's actually. Up, you've probably seen this. He threatened them by leaving the UFC. I he's going to leave that. the UFC. Yeah. Well. I
1: think th- he could. I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of people are sort of, you know, don't really mind if that happens. But then there's a lot of hardcore UFC fans that yeah don't yeah. want that to happen.
0: And mm-hmm. you want to see him compete against the other top level lightweights as well.
1: Yeah. Well, Jackson was actually saying that Khabib has this had this bef- before Connor. Mm-hmm. He had this massive record, but he'd never fought anyone as big as Connor before.
0: Right. No, well, you can't really not fight anyone not as, big not as big as co- well like I mean, who like Conor McGregor, uh, the names top you know, 10, right? He's fought Edson Barboza and Michael Johnson both in the Yes, Yeah, top see, I've never ten. heard of them. If you <laughs> said someone like
1: Jose Aldo or something like that, yeah. I would know who they are. Yeah. But, so this is the first person that
0: everyone knows that he's for, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. B- well, big names. Big names, but not necessarily the only skillful person he's for.
1: Oh, yeah, well, because Connor's not. Is he, he's, he was the number one contender, though, right? Pardon? Connor number one content like because i saw the thing it's like like a, like the ladder oh, he shouldn't have been because i saw ferguson <laughs> was number two yeah
0: yeah i'm pretty sure well ferguson was, was <laughs> the interim champ and then i think they might have stripped him or they s- no he's no still he had his belt he, he, had still, had he still had his belt yeah. well i think he wasn't the interim champ but he still carried the belt around it was a w- the ufc really fucked it up yeah made a mess they up. really they made a whole mess of that division they, they need to
2: res- they need to sort that out
0: but uh, in terms of Khabib leaving, Fifty Cent actually offered Khabib two million dollars to join Bellator, which is the rival. Is he of own that? No, he hasn't. I don't think he has anything to do with it. But I think he probably—he's got connections. He's probably probably. got—he's got connections there, and I think that he probably makes. He could probably make a deal with the owner Scott Coker and maybe Khabib to get money back from that deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bellator actually pays their fighters more than the UFC fighters pay theirs. So that would be a smart ma- and he also extend. How do it they do that? Because they've got less viewers. UFC literally pay fuck all to their fighters. Oh wow! I mean, they, they bought. So the they comp- could pay more, but they, they don't. They bought the company for like two billion dollars.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like I think most fighters don't even get a million dollars in a fight. Wow. It's very rare. Still, be a half decent payday though, nonetheless. Well, it's probably more now that Conor's back and everyone's watching it. But yeah. Still. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So this weekend is the kickoff of the A League. We're all, well, we all have been pretty big A League fans for the yeah. last few years. Us I three. I think probably we're the biggest A League fans out of everyone who's been on the podcast. You guys more than I am, but yeah. I'll probably it Well, going you've to been games. to more games than most of our friends,
2: easily. Yeah. Same goes for you and probably me as well. I think yeah. we've all, we've had a fair share of A League games,
1: city games in particular. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. This year not looking as good. No, no. As we talked about last week. No, I think um, it hasn't been the greatest build up to this season for our boys. It's been really shit. It's been a very (laughs) low key for me. I feel it's been a very low key off season for. Like I'm not excited at all. Usually,
0: why why is that though? Why is the A League so unpopular? No, but I I think I think this year I
1: think outside of City, the A League has the most hype it's ever had because it has. You Honda, know, Usain
2: Bolt, Usain Honda. Ola and So
1: yeah. many people have Steven come Steven, here.
2: Even Steven Taylor, who used to be like the captain at Newcastle. It's not Del Piero,
1: but Usain Bolt brings in people that have never watched soccer before. He exactly. brings in these people that it just yeah, have maybe. no idea about it. When but it they're like, "Okay, this guy's fast. Let's, let's watch him. Man.
2: Let's watch him run." Well, when it came to the Olympics and athletics, I mean, he, this was a man that was a megastar. You know, a global megastar.
1: Yeah, well, so this outside of city, it's been a massive build up for the A League. Um, I think they're terrible at their ads
2: and stuff because
0: yeah. I don't see no, no no seen A League ads. There's no. build-up ad? Seen you see them on Facebook and stuff. But that's it. But they're yeah, not outside much, of that, they there's don't not do much
2: anything. advertising, and that's the problem with the FFA. They they always hold off with the advertising. They're too scared to put up advertising and promotions when yeah. the AFL and NRL seasons is Yeah, I saw the, fir- my
1: f- the first advertisement I saw was at the movies this weekend. You're serious? Last weekend. <laughs> Seriously, that's oh the first boy. advertisement I saw and no, it starts this
2: week. It's a big problem for them. It's something they need to figure out. Cause if
0: is it the derby as well this weekend?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is Saturday night. That's
0: that's the one they need to promote the most as well. Like if they're going to market a game, it's that one.
2: It'd be a bit biased, but I definitely agree that if it was to be any of those games, it would have to be the Derby and Saturday night.
1: Yeah, well, Um, I I personally think that the Derby's not going to be the most watched game.
2: There's only going to be 30. What is it going to be? Adelaide, Sydney Sydney, on Friday night. No. No, the Usain, The Mariners
1: are going to get the most views by far. Who are they playing? playing I don't even know, but they're going to get the most viewers. (laughs) Um, Are they playing at home?
2: I'm not sure, mate. Because
1: it's the first first game where Usain's actually playing someone.
2: I, I think he's actually good, though. Well... He, so he did score against the half. Uh, that's what I mean. All he's Someone
0: <laughs> is good enough to become the world's fastest man. I think they could train enough to be a good soccer player. I mean, he's been playing for a long time. He mm. also had
2: tryouts at Borussia Dortmund last se- last year.
1: But yeah, I so think I think soccer is one of those sports where you can't just, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not, not a sport where you can just trade them off. Like it's not. No,
2: it's, no, it's not
0: that way. Doesn't work that way. He's got the physical ability.
1: He's an athlete. That's what that's what he is. But I think that truck is so much more than athleticism. If,
0: yeah, but if someone like that trains hard enough on their skills, then obviously they're going to get good at it. Also, also
2: yeah. um, whilst we're still talking about this, they are playing Brisbane War up at Suncorp Sunday right. afternoon at five.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I yeah I stu- I think well th-
2: that's a terrible time, but um <laughs> I sort, <think> of like <laughs> that, sort of I like think that people play, will still watch it. sort of like that three twenty four forty five time slot in the yeah, AFL. Five on at Sunday. Brisbane. That's terrible. Yeah. Um. No, um also, whilst we're talking about the A League, um, Trent Buharja, uh the Sydney FC striker who yeah. came in from Sydney, F- uh, sorry, the Central Coast Mariners. Um, you know, he had a great pre-season and he's also had an unreal, probably FFA Cup campaign. Um, you know, helped Sydney FC through to the final against Western Sydney. Unfortunately, today there's been news coming out that Trent Buhagiar has done his ACL. Oh wow! So um, he'll be missing the season for the Sydney FC, and this guy was practically going to be Babo's probably, <laughs> replacement. Him and Adam, I think it's is it Adam LaFondra yeah. as well, so... LaFondra looks um, good, though. Yeah, LaFondra. Who did he play for? He was in the Premier League for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Reading, I think. Reading, yes, that's right. Um, also, I think, I don't know if you've heard, but Kieran Backus signing for City. Yeah. Because um, Michael, uh, just to, sort of, I think, just to cover... For Michael, Michael O'Halloran who's yeah. um yeah injured. Yeah, our biggest signing injured already. Yeah. Well I'm not really. You beauty. What next? Bruno? What do you reckon? Bruno <laughs> nah, hopefully touch wood, n- delay hopefully it,
1: not. delay, it's our biggest signing, but Yeah, he is big time. Somewhat big.
2: Um uh so let's
1: move on to what we think's gonna be the predictions for that. Did we do a prediction last week? No, we didn't. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's hard to go past victory. Unfortunately. Um, they've just made ridiculous signings <laughs> they just have like they've they've lost Berisha, who I think was losing it anyway
2: yeah he was give, age was catching up to him then.
1: like he he, like, he played alright last season but he wasn't Berisha. no he wasn't and then they've yeah. instead of Berisha they've brought in Sweden's number one striker the man so that
2: scored against Germany
1: yep they're um they're looking very good
0: who does City play in goals these days? Uh, Mark Birighetti yeah, we signed Mark yeah, yeah. Beregui this season. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: which is good, because Busanis is getting nominees as well. <laughs> Everyone's getting nominees. Uh, so,
0: Picks, who you got? Uh, what? Who
1: you got? To win. Victory, victory yeah. School? <laughs> oh, cool I'm right? not talking about the Derby, I'm oh. talking about oh. predict the the uh, oh. whole thing. I oh think okay. victory, yeah. going to win the whole And thing. leading,
2: leading goal scorer for you. Leading goal scorer. <laughs> I literally um, Bruno. I think probably Toivonen as well. Toy, uh, my three that I think will be up there are uh, obviously Bruno, you know, Tevinen and Adam Lafondra. I think. They'll I'm gonna
0: go out and a limb I'm and say Usain Bolt. <laughs> 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 uh, alright. If
2: put him. Um, put money on it, he's probably like
1: It's probably like a dollar. Probably no, He's <laughs> yeah. probably like fifty five dollars. Um but that'd be yeah, that'd be a lot of money. Um I think Bruno might have a shit of this season. Unpopular opinion. I think Bruno's going down the hole. Just as long. I think... And you know why he's going to go down the hole? Why? Because we didn't get Ross McCormack.
2: And we don't have someone to give him great service.
1: Ross McCormack is playing with Usain Bolt. That's what I just realised.
2: Just marinate on that, Jack. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Um, We let Ross McCormack go to play as the backup for Usain
2: Bolt. It's just... (laughs) No, yeah.
1: Why did we do that?
2: I, uh, we'll as we said... It is too early. Today. As we said last time round, the City Football group, Group's management with Melbourne City is yeah. disgraceful, in my opinion. Yeah, I want to go back to heart. Agreed. We'll
1: see anyway. What do you guys think for the league?
2: Yeah, probably victory.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm probably going to go with Melbourne victory. Obviously, their signings have been amazing. Um, you can't... There's no way of looking past them for but now.
0: Why don't City make... Big name signings like victory, we have no
1: money. You ask this question and no Please. one, nobody has the answer. It's,
0: it's it, it doesn't it
1: make any sense. Like we get, uh, as fans, we understand that we we're in the A League and that no one wants to come to the A League, so it doesn't draw those massive players. But you can get washed well, we up. we had David Villa. Yeah, you can get washed up, old turds for God's sake. We like just only lasted
2: three games.
1: Like Richie Delay, it. He was he's not a, he, he's a good player obviously because he played in the Prem, but he's not an A lister. He's not someone who's going to make people want to come to City Games. Like we're going to go to the City Games, and there's going to be two thousand people in the crowd.
2: It's yeah, the crowds. It's not the crazy. Just to see that over, I'm pretty used to. Oh, we are pretty used to seeing that overpowering colour of green that surrounds us at City Games. Yeah, the green well, seats.
1: on the for the derby, we're it's, we on one side we see navy blue, screaming there, uh, club song at us, and then when Happy Together comes on, you fucking can't hear it because they're singing their literally, song over the top of us. Even though it's our home game,
2: our home derby, how I see it, our end is all City fans and all the rest. You know, the main sections, obviously, level four. It's all Victory fans, and this is for our home derby, at Amy. To Park. be fair, that's always going to happen though because we're yeah, we're ten times Melbourne ten. Yeah, <laughs> and we're
1: we're also so much newer than they are like they've, al- they've been gaining fans for 10 years and we've been here for 5 and also if and we haven't won anything before
2: <laughs> and also if you had decided if the A-League had decided to employ sort of uh, overseas football league tacti- um strategies such as the Premier League where you have for derbies the normal away section the tiny away section yeah. you would literally probably have about half the stadium full yeah, yeah. No, you're
1: genuinely no. good um yeah, well, um, I'm, for the Derby now, we'll, we'll talk about the specific predictions for the Derby, because we're going, Rob, I'm not sure if you are, Tom, probably got going to treat.
0: Probably not, I'll see how we go. All right. What's the date for it?
1: That's on Saturday, and you got to tell me soon, because I'll buy tickets. Yeah, we'll
2: see how we go. <laughs> yeah,
0: so treat
1: it I'll, is. I'll also have
2: to, <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah, all right, um, no worries. But I think I'll kick us off with the predictions for the Derby. Um victory too. strong. i'm going to go 3-1 victory unfortunately I was i'm not 3-1 as i'm well. not confident Um no, I'm, I'm very scared i think we might get pumped i think it
1: might be a, um, i think it might be the most embarrassing loss for one city we've our, ever one had one of our
0: worst
2: derby losses was 5-2 but it's five, so two, 5 2
1: still three only three yeah. goals i'm going 5-0 five 5-0 nil.
2: Five nil, okay yeah. and i reckon we're not going to touch I, the ball I, I thi- <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious I, I think you could be on the money there in a sense that we won't touch the ball i'm hoping not Five nil, but you know it could get that ugly if. You it's know, just yeah.
1: yeah, they've they've only gotten stronger and they beat us every time. Like, or we won once for me. The only thing that makes the opening. The only thing that trip. makes me feel better about that is it's a derby, and it, a derby doesn't usually like form doesn't really matter in the derby. A derby can bring the best out of any player. Exactly, like we could be last on the ladder, victory could be on top, and because it's a derby, it doesn't matter.
2: It was like yeah. Couple years back, victory were top, and we were right at the bottom. And we came out and beat them four nil. Yeah, and Harry Keel scored. Harry Keel, <laughs> there was there was the de Deganzich cross. That yeah. cross I was intended for the, the middle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thank God he left. Um, he was
1: getting on too. And then last prediction. Usain Bolt. Tom's already given his prediction. He's going to be top scorer. Not sure about that. But Rob, what do you think about
2: Usain Bolt? He will last three games, and then he'll probably bugger off back to Jamaica.
0: You reckon,
1: you, you reckon he's going to do a David Villa?
2: Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I don't think he'll last long in the A-League, Jack, if i am be honest with you, mate. I feel
1: like he's going to try, but I think he's going to fail.
2: Oh, yeah, he'll give it a red-off go. You need to take him because
0: to... Because he looks
1: okay against these terrible... Well, not terrible defenders, because... you think I, he's going to fail good
0: in the A-League, or you think he's going to fail going to like a bigger, better club? He'll just fail No, he's going to fail general. here. He's fail not going to be general. his
1: footballer, because he's not a footballer. That's my, that's
2: my... No, yeah, well, I think you're wrong. That's <laughs> my opinion.
1: Because oh, yeah. he's a
2: sprinter, and... It's great to have speed on your side, but it's... What about finishing and what about touch?
0: So he... We th- saw his finishing, mate. He fucking we saw his, his touch as well. It. Did you see his it first touch? P- yeah. His <laughs> first touch, he
1: knocked it 20 oh. metres in front of him. It was lukaku like. Lucky he's fast. It was Lukaku-like. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, But, yeah, so he did... But that's, that's the thing, like, good finishing against... Uh Bang average goalkeeper, bang and average defence, a,
2: a bang average NPL team. Let's
1: this That's is what let's I mean. so th- we have to wait and see. Like let's literally
0: be literally, the fucking A League is bang average.
1: Not even, I wouldn't even. I okay, would so not we're saying the A League's bang average. What's the NPL?
2: I the NPL's two, two leagues lower. Let me, than the me A-League. rephrase this. The A League is not even bang average. The A League is a pile of shit <laughs> right now as it is. The NPL is actually doing the right crowd numbers though. The NPL, yeah, that, yeah, they're drawing... Different. That's, that's race-based. Yeah, th- <laughs> no, that's true. Genuine the years. South Melbourne. South Melbourne, but they're getting relegated this season at this point in time. They're looking well, like... They, they're apparent, they apparently they want... want th- they want an A-League licence. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, they want to join A-League
1: and they can't even no. win the NPL. Anyway, that's just... That's, that's getting into some deep stuff. And we don't want to get death threats. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get death threats <laughs> and we don't want to start getting racist. Um, but I thought, this is a good podcast. Good timing as well, I think. Uh, Not as long as the last one, so. What was the time
0: on this one?
1: Forty-five.
0: Yeah, short sweet. (laughs) Yeah, better better than uh, last week. Last
1: week was a bit long because Harry went off on a tangent (laughs) about the the NBA. NBA. Yeah, yeah, about the NBA. Um, so make sure you subscribe if you're listening, because there's a couple of people who are listening but not subscribing. um, So looking to my right at Tom, (laughs) who wasn't subscribed before this podcast started, disgraceful.
0: Rob t- doesn't even have a YouTube I don't account. even have a YouTube That's account, a but I, <laughs> have, I make up <laughs> football. It under a rock, I, follow, I
2: follow the Facebook page, I follow the Twitter page, and I follow the Instagram page. That's a good so
1: shout-out. Follow the Twitter page, follow the Instagram page. There is no Facebook page, but thanks for liking it anyway. <laughs> 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 I
0: think I actually have liked the Sideline Is there, there going to be merch?
1: There is going to be some merch. We were talking about some merch the other night, Tommy. If we were. But uh, we'll wait for that to get a bit more popular before that happens. Actually, leave a comment if you'd be interested in buying some Sideline merch. I'd
2: also like to put <laughs> out there, leave a comment, if you're very interested in buying a Sideline podcast merch, T-shirt, just with my face on the front and back. <laughs> I, just think, I think that'd be I'd be that. glorious. Oh, yeah. Who uh, would it?
1: Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in uh, Fortnite. See yeah. you later.
2: We'll see you soon. See